another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, joining with me uh, is uh, electronic artist uh, Dashcam. Uh, he's got a couple songs dropped last summer, uh, Before We See the Sun and Warm Front. Uh, his, uh, his EP, was it... Uh, uh, Dreamwave. Dreamwave, yeah. last one. Now it came out on New Year's mm, 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, he is a part of uh, the indie artist collective slash label, Nice FM. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about his artistry and uh, why he does what he does. So, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, man. I uh, appreciate you having me. This is, you know, I, I, I love listening to these podcasts. Thanks, you just get... An idea of what, kind of what's going on in the artist's heads, actually, yeah. rather than just their music and their live shows, which are usually amazing as well. Thanks, so, dude. That's I, cool. It's kind of it's nice, you know. We we get to. I love hearing what fellow artists think and uh, kind of what they're into and where they're going. So. Oh right. Yeah. This, I mean, for me, this is great because it's inspi- It's inspiring. Thank you, too, dude. So. I, that means a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I you know uh, I like to just get a glimpse of yeah, like what's going on in people's heads, like what direction they're taking things in. Ultimately, why they do what they do, um, and I think that that in itself, like, can help um, people, like, when they watch and um, perceive someone else, like, getting embellished in an art form or a passion, like, it can inspire them to, like, wonder what makes them passionate in life and work hard at what they do and there's such a beauty in that and you build community in it for sure definitely yeah and i mean i think it's interesting milwaukee is such a like if you if you weren't like if you didn't know the artists and like interact with them you would think like it's kind of disparate you have electronic artists you have some like bigger pop artists that Mm -hmm. are rising you have like an amazing range of hip-hop artists but then like you you take a look at it and everybody is watching what everyone else is doing right, and they're yeah. and they're but they're pushing it in like what I would consider an incredibly constructive way. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always kind of worried um, if Milwaukee had a scene like it does now that it would become a little bit more negative that it would become uh, uh, competitive in a way where it was kind of self-destructive. Sure. And um, I think like by and large we have uh, I mean it was a community that I always hoped that we would have especially coming up in electronic music. Uh, when I started, like it wasn't a super large community. There wasn't a, people didn't. If you were like an electronic artist, it was very fringe. Um, not that there were there was not a good support system because Paul Demix um, oh, did yeah. melt and shout out to Demix. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. That I mean, he like got me started playing live shows and like sure. by myself. And he always rocked it, and he was always an inspiration from the beginning. Um, but it was something where like. We it wasn't the community wasn't as collaborative and wasn't together as together as it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, More like creatively segregated. Yeah, I mean it just like like people hadn't talked to each other as much yeah. yet. We hadn't probably like the internet wasn't as prominent mm-hmm. um, in like your not just your promotion but just getting out and talking to people. Yeah. Um, as it is today, where it's like I can literally if I have a question for somebody, I'll just ask them right. in, in a message on Facebook or shoot a DM. Instagram. Yeah, and it's just like. I mean, you know, I, you know, you not to be rude, but like, hey, like, what do you think about this? Or like, yeah. hey, if you like, I'm making this music. Or for me, it's been very helpful for collaborating. Like, my um, Facebook Messenger is basically just music. 
tight. Yeah. Like I don't have conversations with my yeah. friends on Facebook Messenger when it's like, hey, what are we doing this weekend? You know, mm-hmm. unless it's like band practice. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like uh, the thing is, is like for me, it's very cool because like Messenger is like has been a way for me to connect locally and also, I mean, um, through Nice we have a ton of international artists. We have Australia, um, mm-hmm. we have France, uh, we have Spain. I mean, just people everywhere. Um, and Messenger just allows you to like, hey, what's up? And it's it's like instant. And I think that's a very constructive use of it for me. That was always like, because I don't like Facebook as far as the you know self promotion part of it right, is, yeah. is it's hard. Or in my mind, it's more difficult. And just how oversaturated it gets. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. hard because you're trying to like cut through the static and find what's really going on. But then again, it is very nice when you're like, hey, my friends just put out a music video. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can share it too and if people like are into it they they share it and so it's great I mean again you have to take these platforms and make it constructive and that's part of that is like the local scene we just you just live vicariously digitally now yeah and uh, again it's how you use it that's the totally. cool part it's right. like so it's like you can you can be constructive with it and exactly. my experience has been overwhelmingly positive um, with digital stuff I know people complain about it mm-hmm. but it's like nah I mean you know, try to avoid the, the static and the negative stuff. And um, like I said, it's, I mean, all of my collaborations on this like forthcoming album, which it's basically all collaborations with right. local artists and um, national artists that I know, it's all been like coordinated through Facebook and um, people, you know, just just talking yeah. about what, what they're feeling and what they want to do. And yeah, it's great. Great for me as, as far as networking and and the local scene inspired that, like the, sure. the ability to be like, hey, I have this idea. What do you think about it? You know? It's very nice because it's like been um, very like confidence inspiring because people are really accessible when you just approach them honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's it seriously like that's it just takes uh, being genuine. Yeah, and it takes. Uh, I think you know you've uh, you touched on this like. And it is such an essential part of branding and networking, and that is to utilize social media for, like, in the proper way, mm-hmm. you know, not abusing it and not, or not, like, looking to it for excessive validation, yep, but using exactly. it as, as a tool yep, to build exactly. community. Because, exactly. And, that, and that's the thing, I think. Um, even and it, it happens like in music production where it's like you know I used to record you know guitar um, on a four track recorder and now I have like this digital workstation where I can do anything I want and it's very easy to like allow those digital um, mechanisms to become like a crutch mm-hmm. but also part of that's on the creator to like keep it in focus and like yeah. use use the tool the way that it best you know fits the job to be done and that's what with social media but it's hard because like something like social media is made to really like uh, you know entrap you yeah um but it doesn't have to you know that's the thing you know it's you're in control of a little bit of medicine is good like a lot of it like is and that's the thing is like so it's something where you it needs you know it needs to be um kind of monitored but for me it's been overwhelmingly positive and the cool thing is is like it has allowed me to be creative and especially with like nice fm and with that crew and do things that i would have thought like i would have either needed like a very major label or a lot of money or a lot of um recognition like nationally internationally to do mm-hmm. so um one of the examples is um 
I had an artist who produced a track with another artist who wasn't associated with the label, but I was like, this is an amazing track. I think we can do something cool with it. Um, and I'm not like a huge Twitter user. I really like just kind of mm. see what's going on and yeah. like- Your favorite are uh, yeah. breaking and entering yeah, stuff, yeah. which I, we appreciate. Yeah, I like and reshare, because <laughs> you know, it's all about the love. Oh man. But yeah. um, one of the few times on Twitter, I found this sci-fi um, writer. And my thought was like, if we want to market this single, like what if I reach out to this writer and was like, hey, do you want to write like a short story, like a couple hundred words about this song? Um, and it snowballed into a series of books wow. that he is currently yeah. writing. Nice. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, that's JL Forrest is the author. Oh, yeah. And he's um, based in Denver. And it's cool because again, that was because of Twitter. Cause literally I just reached out to him. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I work with um, my collective nice FM and we're doing interesting things or we're trying to do interesting creative things, mm -hmm. um, things that not everybody does. Yeah. And I, my thought was, I thought it would be very cool to um, you know, mix media, music, and um, writing, and I love sci-fi, so it was same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like I don't know. I feel like we grew up with it. So oh it's yeah, like, right. you know, And um, it's a lot of. Um, I think that a lot of people take a lot of creative inspiration from like existential dread. Yeah, and there's a lot of that within sci-fi. Yeah. definitely. and I think that like part of that is like getting into. I got into making music on a computer and ultimately electronic music. Um, during the same period I got into sci-fi, you know, yeah, you're like, right. it's like late teens, Kinda, like early twenties yeah. <laughs> and you get, cause like, again, it elicits that like feeling of oh, dread yeah. and like, absolutely. but also like the, like the, um, philosophical idea of like, there may be a silver lining, you know, mm -hmm. like that. And, and so like a lot of that does kind of go, you know, hand in hand with the music. And I mean, Vangelis did um, Blade Runner's soundtrack, like that yeah, kind of stuff where right. it's like mixes like sci-fi with totally like very well orchestrated music. Um, and the cool thing is now like electronic music isn't really a dirty word as much, you know, it's not just club scene, you're either a, right. like a rave or a club scene kid or you're not. It's like, well, I mean, Foster the People released a new track and it has a bunch of synthesizers on oh, it. Yeah, it's man. like, so, you know, it's, it's kind of like we're, we're in like the second new wave period almost where like, it's all coming together it's, again. Yeah. Like it's so, Eclectic. Fat. it's it, so fast. It, yeah. Right. Oh. Like what I think honestly, like, yeah, like people when we're talking electronic like on a, on a modern context you think oh yeah raves clubs mm -hmm. EDM, but or festivals mm -hmm. but honestly like the first thing when i hear the words electronic artist i think of like the prodigy and i think yeah. of moby Big B. and I, yeah, yeah and i think of even like i think a square pusher yep. who just dropped oh, yeah. a new record which oh. is pretty good i have not heard square pushers new record, oh yeah it's pretty good i'm more okay so i like apex twin more than square pushers. apex twin I don't, I don't know if there's yeah. actually uh like an ab there oh man the a apex is like you know he's an electronic music godfather yeah. you know like i think of like 90s uh like underground shit that was happening coming out of Britain, you know, I think mm -hmm. of like the trance music, I yeah. think of, uh, you know, like glitch and, and oh, yeah. IDM and stuff like that. And boards of Canada, yes. like all oh, boards of Canada were, oh, man. that was something that I discovered way later. And somebody was like, Hey, your music sounds like boards of Canada. And I was like, <laughs> I should probably listen to boards of Canada. Oh, yeah. That's like something where like in my pedigree, I theoretically electronic music you should like that should be like your base oh, yeah. and i was like i haven't heard this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, you know yeah, and then yeah. i was like oh my god it does sound <laughs> like you know it's like i felt i don't want to like you know bite be biting somebody's style like that but it is cool like how you have that 
convergence of ideas mm -hmm. and like the tools you use, especially like digital tools and samplers, um, lend itself to a certain type of music. And the cool thing is, um, nowadays you can do so like you're so flexible and that, but that goes back to that. You do have so many options. I use Ableton and nice. it's amazing, yeah. but like it's unlimited. Mm. Literally it's, it's like, I, like I took like six months to learn it yeah. and like it's been like 12 years of like realizing how like it best suits me because it's I mean if you don't like have an idea a, a set idea of where you really want to go which I often don't when I write mm -hmm. especially when I like when I'm just like in like straight um, like composition mode it's basically like starts with random ideas and then if it's worth saving it becomes part of some project so Ableton very quickly becomes like yeah. your canvas right. is as big as you want it to be. Oh, your totally. Paint, your paintbrush is Yeah, limited. right. And you're just, yeah, you're just mixing paints yes. you're, or you're throwing yeah. them on the yeah. canvas. But like, the problem is you have uh, <laughs> complete undo and save and, right. and overwrite. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's like you can really like get, get lost. Yeah. In and I'm glad that, you know, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you made a point of like how like electronic music kind of has this like, um, this somewhat like commercialized connotation because you know i mean honestly like i mean it needless to say at this point uh electronic music is i mean that's the direction music is going anyway mm -hmm. like i think that electronic music is easily like i mean that's the innovation of tomorrow's auditory experimentation i mean it's just like pretty soon we're just going to call it music because right i mean there's very few i mean when was the last time besides like a record even a record what was the last time you listened to music that had like no electronics that were a part of it you either right. had, it was recorded digitally it was right. mixed and mastered digitally you're listening to it on your phone yeah. um and i mean it's just like something where i when i i mean for me I, I would, when somebody asked me, like, what do you make? Like, what kind of music do you make? I would say, like, pop music, almost. Like, yeah. and that's, I guess, that's kind of more the direction it's going. But it's hard because even pop music has a stigma and electronic music has a stigma. Right. And we're in this area now um, where there's such like, a blending of genres. Oh, yeah, the fusions. You know? yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean, like, um, you listen to, like, a new classic track. And, like, classic is, is like, Dude. everything from hip-hop house right funk soul like he has He's improvising a yeah, lot too. i mean like yeah. his vocal stacking and like his harmonies like are reminiscent of so many different eras right. but i mean is that electronic music or is it you know is right. and that's the thing is like it's i just say it's it's music another know? good example <laughs> is someone that you you actually did a song with this past year luxie mm -hmm. is a great example mm -hmm. like luxie's not only experimenting with like you know electronic and pop and She's also experimenting with media as mm -hmm. a whole. You know, she's making the video Developing games. Developing video games. Oh my god, yeah. It's yeah. it's something where like she definitely pushes that. And that's the cool thing, is like that mixed media where like it's a video game but it features an album and like the album is like central to right. the experience. And um that's I think is really cool because you're boundary pushing at that point and you're just try you're getting out into that area where like Again, it's hard because when you do something that creative, it could it can become almost anything. Mm -hmm. You know, even a video game becomes I can only yeah. imagine overwhelming. The amount of work also that like must go into building a video game. Oh is, right. I can't even Shout out to Loxie yeah. because I don't like uh, I just actually I just saw her on Sunday at High Dive and like um she, she's she's amazing. Yeah. She is incredible. And like she like 
her just the amount of music she puts out year by year and it, in so, a cor- per, so productive yeah like, corresponding with those and, video games like yeah. and i mean you know she played summerfest last year and yeah. her like music like needs to be experienced at summerfest yeah you, because oh, like yeah. at, on one of those edm stages like <laughs> the the bass is just oh, insane like you it's best like, believe it yeah yeah right. so it's and that's cool because it's again her genre isn't it's not like electronic like house you know um but i and i love house music but like it is it's like bass music mixed with vocal melodies mm-hmm. and like smart composition yeah. um and yeah and she just started just putting out tracks and demos mm-hmm. now just at like just such a crazy rate it's hard to keep up with it so yeah and i love that i mean it, it's cool like in in milwaukee especially and it's we have these radio stations that support us too yeah. and they're very vocal supporters Total, of local music totally 889 yeah. wmsc yeah like, it's yeah. so nice i mean even um i think my uh, one of my real turbo mixes is on the 1021 like, oh word rotation. okay yeah. nice like one of either the indie or like sure, the local, yeah. like yeah. rotation it's just like man right. we like did that like just kind of on a whim yeah. because i was working with gloss like oh, pretty yeah. often yeah, see you've uh, you've done a show with uh, you've played with orange drink Oh yeah, dude! That shout was, out to Orange dude, Drake. Orange Drake. Dude, he is He's a man. Dude, dude. he is <laughs> one of the most unique artists I've ever seen. He it's, actually, I, I, uh, I booked him uh, at a, a show I'm hosting next week at Company Brewing. And dude, well, I'll bring the band. Dude, like, man, he's, he's a riot. One scene. man performance. I mean, artist. and like the emotion that goes into it. Honestly, it was something where, like I said, he's pushing it because it's like one of the most honest, most engaging shows. And the thing is, is that. It's like, man, like when we play as like a band, you know, we're we're like rocking through some pop songs, and it's like we want to be polished and together. Yeah. But like an Orange Drink show is one guy completely vulnerable right. playing guitar. He and walks around the venue. And, he's like and engaging. And, who here has been to an Orange Drink yes, show? Who here? It, who here is queer? I'm queer, and, and I'm about to do this shit. And it's again, it's just the emotional engagement because that, like, I think. And Milwaukee has a particularly unique scene for engaging on that level where it's like, where it's a very safe space when you have these shows. It's, it's incredibly cool. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I saw Orange Drink for the first time uh, when we opened for him at Extra Arcade and, and it was like, it was off the wall. Amazing. I mean, the crowd, like, uh, it's just like, he really does draw you in. I mean, like, cause I can tell like you really, like this is, you live, you live and breathe this stuff. Yeah. I mean, for me, like when I, when I started, um, really trying to get, cause like, when you when you're producing yourself on a laptop you're like very introverted and when i started to get into it it was like i was hoping that the scene would become this right Mm -hmm. and it was like it could because we're not invaded by major labels and we don't have overt like an overt amount of like management and um just the the timing seemed like it could work out and like all of a sudden it's like i turn around and it's probably been like the dashcam project is like five or six years old now um but like seeing the scene blossom into this like just really cool collaborative Mm -hmm. fairly loving environment like competitive and um but i mean i think that competitive yet supportive in a lot of yeah i mean you have people you know shouting out to each other at shows and it's like you have um uh like the Paper Holland show last year, I think it was last year, not 
um, where you have like a mortal girlfriend and you have Schlee. Oh yeah. And shout out to yeah yeah. I mean, Schlee, just shout out to mortal yeah. girlfriend. It was amazing. Sammer, Sammer came out. Shout out to Sammer. Yes, always. Dude, always Sammer, shout out to Sammer's guys. a fucking man. Dude. <laughs> dude, he's a tank. Yes. Oh yeah. Sammer's a tank. Yeah, he is a beast. He is, yeah. he is a beast. Yeah, I, um, I see him. He works with. He doesn't limit himself with any scene. He works with so like artists of. He is one of the hardest any, working yeah, artists any kind of, in any scene that yeah, I've ever seen. So, absolutely. Yeah, no, shout out to Sammer because, like, yeah. like, grindstone all the time. Yeah. Um, expanding on, like, talking about, like, the direction music is going in, like, the craziest, most, in, like, most, like, groundbreaking thing about electronic music is the fact that, like, these are all, like, vibrations in the air that our ears were never meant to hear by any conventional means, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, like, that just speaks to the vastness of it, you know? Yeah. Like, you're talking about the video games, like, yeah, like, that's an incredibly vast, and, I mean, it's completely virtual, so, like, yeah. you're literally, like, creating a, like, you're creating, like, a universe within, you know, within, like, this interface, mm-hmm. a computer, or whatever you use, and, uh, like, you literally, like, just by plugging in codes and, and you know, building in uh, sprites and whatnot, like, you can actually, like, create, like, a, like, an explorable means. And yeah. the same goes with electronic music. Mm-hmm. Like, the same with the music is, like, you know, like, pretty much... Like it's it, it would suck to like lose the work that you're doing like if you don't hit if you don't save oh, it at yeah. the end of the night because yeah. the chances of you creating the exact same thing that you meant to create are incredibly slim for that reason. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> no, it's totally something where and that's for me that's the most exciting part of making music is you do something in a slightly different way than you're used to and it makes something that you're like I should I should save this. I should mm-hmm. work on this. Uh, your your outro theme. Has that, oh yeah, right. Yeah. It, I'm, I apologize it's taking us this long, but shout out to this guy because he just created the outro theme for this season. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, no, no problem, man. I appreciate the, the I, ooze. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I had to name it something, so that's the Ooh. name it got. Yeah. Well, it started out as like an idea for a hip hop beat, and um, I so I have this new workflow that I've been uh, messing around with because I used to be like, it would be I would work on a track and it would I would grind it out for a couple hours, and like if it wasn't working, it, I would just delete it, right? Mm-hmm. Or if it wasn't the right thing for whatever I was working on at that time. And now what I do is. I mess with something until it gets to a point where it's worth saving and I save it and then I put it, I just kind of file it away for when something is needed and um, like theme songs, like the breaking and entering theme song yeah. was a similar way where like that, that was an older track and I was like, dude, this is really good. Like it'll work for the big beat. And I did Alan's, um, another like a sports yeah. theme plug. Oh yeah. So, um, but again, it's like those kinds of things are it's part of it is just I just write and write and write, and then when I have something that's worth saving, it's like okay, I'll find something for this if it's not a, if I don't need it right now. I'm like mm-hmm. so like video game soundtrack work and just different things that I've been involved in. It's you, you have something when you need it then, mm-hmm. and um, it's a way of like me like kind of preserving like oh I did this it was like a good idea yeah. like you don't necessarily have an application for it all the time, but it for me it, it's nice because. 
although it does make my like list of songs where I'm like, what did I do last week? It's like, I did 17 things that were <laughs> worth saving. It's like, that's too, that's a lot of songs to sift through. But yeah. again, like, um, if you're looking for inspiration in like a track that may not be working, you can also look, um, in previous, you know, just previous projects. Yeah. And so for me, that's a fun part of the creative process. And that's, again, you have to kind of limit yourself a little bit, but yeah, it's fun. Like you were like, Hey, I need a, a theme song, and I was like, okay, cool. And thank you to Alan because he suggested you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shout out to Alan for always being supportive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really like helping. The, Dude, Alan's been a massive. That's my player. guy, man. Like that. That guy has literally like opened the fire. I swear door. he doesn't sleep. Because Dude. <laughs> I have no idea how he does it all. It's very much appreciated. It's cool to be like if if I send something to Alan, he will listen to it and write about it. Mm-hmm. And like that is, that's we need. We need that on the Milwaukee scene, and yeah. we've always needed that. And like, just for him to be the one, and people reap what he writes. So we we have other publications. Mm-hmm. Like once he picks something up, right. other people pick it up, and it's great. I mean, oh, yeah. but honestly, we're really lucky too because a lot of our indie um, like magazines and newspapers are very supportive of local music too, mm-hmm. and very accessible. Yeah, everyone's like pretty down to earth. And it's, I mean, it's not very difficult to get like three or four people to write about your music. Here. Oh yeah. Especially if your music is like at the caliber that a lot of Milwaukee music is, which I would consider like, like we're now we're at the point where, you know, this is major label level, right. like production value. Totally. And, and there's also like a lot of, uh, there's a lot of crossover between, um, mm-hmm. like, uh, projects where like some people will play in several different projects or they'll know each other from past projects yeah. where like there's a lot of like there is that sort of like that trust built that appeal mm-hmm. where it's like oh these these guys have been playing in different projects for years yeah. and like they're starting something new like you know the guys in uh sex scenes yeah. uh punk band uh, dude love sex scenes. sex scenes are dope yeah. uh they just uh a couple of them started rex yeah you know? well i mean yeah. they're fucking incredible dude, harry dude. and zach like, oh shout out uh, harry and zach yeah i know it's like love those guys yeah i mean like those guys are wild and that's the cool thing is like you have a band like sex scenes yeah and then they do rex and it's like and you have um you do have platinum boys and it's like right it's so fun. And Harry was also in No No. Yeah, I know. I love oh, yeah. No No. And like, No No. I'm so sad you guys are broke. I know. We miss No No. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm not going to talk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, dude, like, yeah, it's. That's cool, though, because we yeah. know, like, um, at this point, there's a lot of people that you can reach out to, and they're going to make you something that they're proud of. And yeah. they're, they're going to, like, be able to put you into contact with the right person to help you with this. And right. if you want advice on a track, they're not going to like, just be like, rub your back and be like, Oh no, it's good. They're gonna be like, mm-hmm. no, it's not, that's not what it yeah. needs or whatever. I always make sure that, cause like, I know speaking of how much Alan does, like, I know that he had, he receives like a dozen emails like at a time and uh, I'll like text him to remind him like, Oh yeah, this project, they're really dope. Like, I saw their show recently, or they sent me their track. Like, make sure we publish this. Mm -hmm. And he's always about it. You know, like, it's because, like, you know, like, there is, like, for as much talent as we're publishing, there's still talent that we are neglecting. Yep. It needs to be mined a little bit more. But I think that that really does speak to, like, the amount of hard work and good work that's coming out of our scene in particular a lot of the DIY scene in particular it's it's actually it's so like it's cool because it's so indie 
and there's so many new things, but I mean, I'm just impressed. Every day, I swear to God, every day, I hear either a new artist or a new project by an mm -hmm. artist I know, and it's like so good. I'm just like, oh man, that's, it's incredible. You know, yeah. it's, it's very cool. And it's like, man, if I can just like, you know, like get to know a couple of these people and just like get to like really experience their like music and like what they're doing. It's like, it's so cool. Oh and, yeah. And everyone's enthusiastic. Dude, I um, went to my first noise show uh, oh. a couple weeks ago. Uh, what would you see? Frenia. Uh, they, uh, they're a trio, experimental noise. Amazing. It's all improv. Which, that's great. It's all improv. Yeah. Uh, they do, uh, it was at the Jazz Gallery. Okay. Which they do, like, those noise improv workshops. Yeah. Uh, and I'd never seen anything like it. Yeah. And, uh, like, just wow. You yeah. know? Like, I'm like, dude. And well, it's, it's like jazz, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, like, right. it's like you have, uh, was it, like, guys on the floor with guitar pedals? Yeah, and, yeah. Like, microphones dude, and Dude, yeah. And, and they were little, like, there were household objects yeah. on the table. I mean, again, that's, like, <laughs> again, it's an art. Just seeing that, like, to, like, try to record some of that stuff and, like, put it out as, like, an album yeah. is, like, almost, like, it's cool, but it's, like, this song is different every time. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, I think, man, that like live improv stuff where it's like these yeah. guys have mastered and it's like, yeah, it's something odd or out there yeah. where you're like, you're at a live show and you're like, I wouldn't normally see this or look for this. But once you experience that, that level mm -hmm. of musicianship out yeah. of something you don't expect, it's like that art form is like elevated. Dude, really, yeah. Do you know who Eli Smith is? Uh, no, I actually don't. Oh, okay. He's, um, he's in Social Caterpillar. Um, he like he does a lot of that improv noise stuff too. I'm but sorry, like, Eli. I will meet you. Oh, it's okay. Shout out to Eli. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he like he's he was he played that show that night too, and he was like playing his guitar like a drum. Yeah, and that's like you know, <laughs> and it's like these. It's such like a cool creative sphere. I actually just got back into guitar now, oh, nice. and it's something where going from synthesizers back into guitar, it is such an expressive instrument. Mm -hmm that I, because I grew up playing guitar, like that was my original instrument. And then eventually I was like, man, getting a band together is like really tough. So you mm -hmm. end up, I ended up eventually transitioning into produce because I wanted to record more. So yeah. tell me a little bit more about the Dashcam project. Cause I haven't seen uh, you play, um, which I'm hoping this year. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're trying to, yeah, we're trying to, um, like, I mean, we played a couple times last year. We probably played three shows, I think, now. Mm. And um, and it's a blast to play live. Because, bef so, um, it's uh, me. Uh, I do, like, the production and the studio work. And then uh, my buddy, Jake Augustine, from college, uh, plays bass and runs visuals. And Olivia Held is, like, one of the most talented, versatile jazz singers oh, um, in the region. Like, I swear to God, she... So the hard part with um, my music is it's like almost all like featured singers, right? Mm -hmm. So I have like Margaret Butler, I have Kat Rees, I have shout out to them. Yes, yeah. I have Luxie, um, and like this new. You have Plaid Hawaii. On yes, track and too. Plaid Hawaii with Warm Front. Jason. And, yeah. Yep, and J Jason's man. <laughs> shout out to Jason. This, like this. Plaid Hawaii's nicest. killing it, bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I I love seeing and I love seeing Jason succeed because that kid deserves it. Like yeah. he's he's grinding it out mm -hmm. and he's doing a great job. Um, but like so the hard part with me is because the project started as solo and start like became collaborative, um, it's it would be really difficult to like bring in a, a singer with like a very like small range and be like, you have to sing all of like these other songs. Um, 
but Olivia has, I mean, she's singing Luxie and then Margaret Butler, and I couldn't think of like two more different ranges. And then you have, um, we have a track with Zero Tep on it. Um, Kaylin, he's in Oregon right now, I'm pretty sure. And you have a male vocalist, and then Luxie's also on that track. Yeah. And Olivia can sing both. In the, and like it's like two completely different vocal ranges and styles and inflections. And um, she's that's like her background as a jazz singer and an actress. Um, and literally, she's like, "All right, like, what is this person thinking in this track?" And she can like pick up the vibe. So it's it's amazing because again, it started with me and Jake doing like DJ sets with visuals, and now it's like now we have. Um, I'm playing guitar and Jake's playing bass and Olivia's on live vocals. Eventually, we'll, we're hoping to add a drummer, but like that's another level um, where I'm trying to figure out how versatile we can be with the drum machine still. Because um, I do, there's for me, there's like a little bit. I do like having like a little bit of the electronic vibe still alive. Yeah. yeah so as true. long as we can continue to engage people and like make our live show better every time. Um, but yeah, it's actually like, and Jake has like, he's mastered our visual set and he learned bass basically to play in the band. So that it was like, well, let's do, you know, we did, we pretty much, when I, I won Shepherd Express Electronic Arts of the Year. Congrats. Um, it wasn't this past year, it was the year before. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but I think Immortal Girlfriend won last year, or like this, oh, like yeah, this sure. time. Well deserved. So, yes. Um, definitely. Yeah. But the, so the thing was after that happened, I was like, well, Let's try to put a live band together and see what happens. And so it's been awesome. Like I said, we're practicing tomorrow and it's really fun because I'm writing this new album and it's like, I know Jake is gonna be able to hold it down on bass. We'll record him on a bunch of tracks on bass, like provide visuals and Olivia will be able to sing, you know, 12 different artists parts. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's really cool because I already know that like we can do what's gonna happen yeah. on the studio album. So it's just a matter of, now it's a matter of getting the album finished. Yeah, right. And that's, um, that's the process of having, you know, 12 different collaborators. Um, but I love it. And that's how the project was kind of, that was the direction for it. Yeah. So it's cool. And I mean, um, Grant from Clear Pioneers, like, oh, I love yeah. Grant. Yeah. Oh, dude. Dude, They're, he's so funny. His, his, <laughs> track, his track is like so good. He's, he's great, dude. And, and it's really cool because, again, my prowess came into like from the writing and the production standpoint. So, I mean, but Clear Pioneer, those guys are so good at production mm -hmm. and so good at writing. So it's like, I better make sure that these tracks, when I send these over, and I'm like, hey, can you write and sing vocals? Like they have to be like, I mean, they're not gonna, they're gonna say no, it's a bad song, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think pushing the medium and pushing, I, again, I, I would say like, this is gonna be a pop album, but it's like, it's like a kind of like a synth pop album. Sure, yeah. A little more rock um, than rock, I guess indie, a little more indie mm -hmm. than before, um, but not much. It's like a lot of synths and a lot of really, really good vocalists. Mm -hmm. And that's nice. the fun part. So to get to like, send somebody a song idea where it's like, this is a solid song, but it needs somebody else mm -hmm. and their input. And that's the fun part. Cause you get something back that, like I get something back that I would never have written. I would have never thought that. And it's like, it just glues everything together. Right. So. Oh, that's so awesome. That's it's really fantastic. fun. Yeah, it's just a matter of like this, I want the album to come out this year because mm -hmm. I've been working on it for a year now. Um, 
basically since the Shepherd Express award and it's like, all right, like now I can do it. And, but it's, I mean, to collaborate and even, I feel bad quills, your track is done. It's being mixed and mastered. We love the quills. I know they're awesome. They're super yeah, fun they, to work they with. They actually do a, um, Love Unlimited does a, uh, monthly, uh, DJ, uh, party at company. And it's, I mean, they're amazing and they're super professional and their production value is so good. I feel yeah. bad. I like, I, I've been trying to get their track like exactly where it needs to be. Yeah. And now, now it's out being mixed and mastered. I didn't tell Sage that, but it is. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's out now. So I. They're great folks. Yes, yeah. and and like I said, it's cool to have like a, another, you know, your smaller electronic acts that are actually doing big like pop sounds. Oh yeah, and so. a good band, a really good electronic band out here is Peshtigo. Oh, I love Pesci. Oh, Pesci goes. Dude, I produced their single Hang Tough. Oh, so. tight. Yeah. Oh, by the way, nobody knows this, but we have a remix of Hang Tough coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we love to see it. Yeah, it's just Nice FM was putting out, we were putting out another uh, a synthwave album, so I haven't promoted it. And I love their like M83 esque yep. like, waves of super synthy vibes. Yep. Yeah. And their live shows are cool too, and that's another yeah. thing is like we, um, yeah, I totally vibe with Pesci Go, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's cool, yeah. So there is a remix coming out. Um, you heard it here first. Yes. Oh, we great. <laughs> Cheers. Um, yeah. So tell me a little bit about uh, Nice FM and how the collective, the label, like how it kind of came to be. Um, I mean, it was basically just it was something that I wanted locally um, a couple years back, and I wanted it to be a little more poppy than like what we had going on. So it was just me like playing live shows and meeting people and getting to know everybody. And um, yeah, me, Sam and Tyler kind of like put it together and it's kind of like evolved since then. Um, Tyler runs Radio Graffiti. Oh yeah. So like he's like, he's more into the dark wave stuff now and that's a good, I, I mean for him, I know. And it's so good. Dude, seeing Tyler play live with like an Atari, oh, like a yeah. uh, computer, like it, it's, it was, it's insane. I mean, he's yeah. so good. So like that, again, you talk about, and he's a guy who like modded all of the synthesizers because like, why not? And it's like, well, mm -hmm. you've like modified it. Yeah, and like, I could get into the synthesizer thing and see what happens. Yeah, and he's, stuff like chip tune. Yeah, oh like my that. God, yeah. yeah. And like, he really does, but I mean, his stuff is very top notch and he, you know, presses and sells vinyl and that kind of stuff. So the idea with Nice was um, kind of evolved into being like a little bit more of like a loose artist collective. Um, seeing when people want to collaborate who's available what you want to do um it's yeah it's it's pretty loose and we do some label work like i said we do we did the book release and mm -hmm. like we do promo and marketing and do like some clothing and it's just like a fun for me it's a fun creative outlet because it's kind of like a side project to like the music so it's like hey we should you know let's do some like shirts or like let's do some album cover designs um and you know or, or let's let's try to like get this mixed and mastered and it's it's like a just a, a, an outlet for me and for like these artists to just get their music out there but again not everybody want like not everybody um is an artist full time too mm -hmm. and like for me that was kind of important that was something that came to light later on is that um, if you're going to be like a, a label and collective kind of a thing not everything needs to be like we need to move like 300 copies or, yeah. you know like some artists like that and some artists don't and um so it's it's super loose um i'm having a lot of fun with it and it's nice to it's nice to no pun intended. and it's nice to um 
just be able to like access these artists and give them an opportunity to do something when they want to. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's it's like kind of like this like very comfortable um, art project where everyone yeah. can be involved. So and it's amazing that it became like a global phenomenon. <laughs> Getting in touch with uh, artists from East Australia, Europe. Yeah, like. yeah. It's it's just something where um, you know it's like you you meet like producers and people like, making music on laptops and samplers mm -hmm. and you just the internet is such a cool thing because you just reach out and hey like do you want to do this and pretty soon they're more enthusiastic and they want to do more and it's like we have I have um, a couple art just I just get emails randomly from people who are like hey do you want to like do this and it's like yeah sure like let me know what you want like how much um, you want us to push it like a lot of people don't have social media accounts and it's like for me I'm like I I'm like at that point it's like, that is an artist that I want to also serve though, you know? Yeah. Because again, it's not like, oh man, I need you to sell like 100 copies of this album so that like we can hit, you know, our design, you know, I can pay the designer and stuff. It's like, no, I did the album cover design. So like, let's put it out and see what happens mm -hmm. and we'll uh, get some people to hear your music, you know? And that's yeah. kind of the thing is, it's a balancing act. Um, so yeah, it, and it's, again, it's a project. It's something where I, it's, a, it's been like a creative project for me um, as a whole, and it's it's just like an adventure. Yeah, it's cool. It's it is what you make it. Totally so. killer. Yeah, that's yeah. that's super. That, dude, that yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, um, we talked earlier about the um, <clears throat> you know like synergy going on and throughout like Milwaukee's creative scenes mm -hmm. and um, yeah, like especially when we when Milwaukee artists become like uh in, involved in artists from other markets mm -hmm. like you know that that interconnectedness like gives opportunities for new artists to come into Milwaukee mm -hmm. and you know immerse themselves in our scene and yep. connect yeah. more people here but and also Milwaukee artists outside of our city exactly like um so that's great so yeah like our, our French producer Silverhawk did the Peshigo remix so nice. it's like yeah we have a French remix of a Wisconsin nice. track yeah. you know it's like that for me I, I think is like it's cool because it's not that hard but you have to do it mm -hmm. you know um, it's at least just to put the people together to yeah. like make it happen so um, but yeah the creative process it's it's cool and like I said it is what you make it and I'm just really looking forward to the next the next projects that we're working on because it's I mean it's really exciting and the the dash cam album is going to be really good so I'm really excited we about love it. to see it yeah definitely yeah man I'm, I'm dude this is a lot of fun getting to hang out with you and yeah. talk definitely all things electronic music wonky music everything man all right Donnie dash cam um cheers uh, dude, this is a lot of fun, man. I I love talking dude, to you. It's been great, man. I really appreciate you having me on the show. Not only like Milwaukee music is in good hands, but you know electronic music is in good hands. Just like I think, I'm stoked to see the dash cam uh, future, and yeah. uh, can't wait for a show. Definitely, man. Thank you for having me. You bet. So as we close out, uh, Donnie, what keeps you up at night? Ooh, um, nothing. Nothing. You sleep good. No, I sleep well. Good. Actually, my son does. Cause oh yeah! Congrats, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Shout out to Theo. One day he's <laughs> gonna. One day he'll he's watch this. this. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Theo. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> um, what puts you to sleep? Ooh. Um, being tired from working and making music all the time. You bet. <laughs>
Cheers, brother. Thanks yeah, for being cheers, on the show. Uh, here, I'll give you a little fist pump there. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Dreamwave is still out streaming everywhere. Before yep. we see this on, Warm Front, uh, great electronic artists, uh, featured, everything. Uh, stay tuned for what Dashcam has. Nice FM has coming up in 2020. Thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.